Jackson in the bind. Back out Bryant. Shot clock at seven. Bryant leads, falling away. Puts it in. And the Lakers take a one-point lead with 7.3 remaining. Yo, what a do, podcast crew? It's your boy Tone and your boy Jod, and welcome back to another episode of Kobe Talk. Yo, how's everybody doing today? Um, we're back again with another episode of Kobe Talk. Kobe Talk number eight. I was gonna say seven. Um, but yeah, we're back. Um, early, early February, as many many of you know. Um, we're about 20, 20 games into the season, so we're about to start this thing up. So, how are you feeling today, Tone? You know, I'm tired. Um, I started doing classwork at 11, uh, 10.30 in the morning, and I finished right before we started recording, and it's now 9.45 at night. So, We love to hear the, the, the college grind. No, we don't. Uh, but how have you been doing? Um, I've been kind of busy lately, honestly. Mainly with school and some other stuff. But um, yeah, we finally found some time at night to record this thing, and yeah, now we're here. Yeah, I think we're doing a day a day late, right? Yeah, I think this is only our second time recording a day late. I think. Yeah, I I apologize. Um. I was I was <laughs> ill yesterday. What'd you I had eat? some. I don't know. I'm. I think it had been like some of the pork, and then I was just throwing up. And then it was like 6 p.m. and I was like, God damn it, I'm going to bed. Like, <laughs> damn it. I'm sorry, but state school food is it the yeah? Way I don't like it either. If I don't eat salad, I feel like shit. Like, I could have chicken and rice and be, like, bloated and feel fat. <laughs> it's all good in the hood. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, Alright, let's just let's just hop straight into this, to this thing. So, um, I guess the first thing we should talk about is Freddie Van Fleet. 54 points. What a performance. He uh, apparently he put up one of the most efficient scoring performances in NBA history. That yeah, day. I I was um I I caught some of the third quarter. I was busy. I couldn't watch a lot, but yeah. I saw the stat line. He was I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure he was 11 for 12 from three at one point, and then yeah, going 11 got, for 13 or 14. Yeah, it was 11 for 14 from three and. Yeah, he hit 23 shots. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I saw some um, graph where it was the second most efficient... um, Second most efficient 50-point game in the past five years. Yeah, like... That's pretty pretty nuts. (laughs) Coming from a guy like him. Because people... A lot of people were, like, questioning... His, his contract that he signed at the beginning of the season. Because he signed like a, a, a big ass a big ass contract. Once he re-signed with the, with the Raptors. Because he wasn't he wasn't playing yeah. too well at the beginning of the season. Or like not what you th- would be paying him for. So it's good to see Freddie 
doing his thing. It's good to see him balling out. I think the Raptors are the Raptors in general just getting their their footing back. Did they? How are they? Um... They started off the season terrible, but as of the past handful of games, yeah, they're six and four in the last ten. Yeah, it's pretty good. They beat the Magic twice. Um, lost the Pacers, Bucks, and Kings. Um, all kind of, or the Kings went. The Kings game was close. Um, they beat the Heat. Haven't the Kings been playing pretty well? They beat the Celtics last night. So yes. And they're eleven and they're ten and eleven. That's pretty good for Kings standards. So, yeah. Yeah, they've they've beaten the the Celtics, Pelicans, Raptors, Magic. They lost one to the Heat. Um, and then they just <laughs> earlier in the season they went on a, a four game losing streak. <laughs> huh. But yeah, De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox is playing extremely well. I know that. Yeah, um, did you see his? Uh, I think it was like averaging twenty two. A spin euro. Did. Yeah. Best player in the league. <laughs> uh, Alright, I guess we could talk about um, Iman Shumpert. I think it's a good pickup. I think that's a great pickup for the Nets. But is it a necessary pickup? It's not necessary. I think they should have definitely tried to spend some money on a big man first but i think that adds some depth to the guard spot adds defense that they don't really have so i'm not sure how old he is now but he was a really good defender in yeah, his heyday on the calves uh yeah calves Knicks. he's 30 right now uh, really so yeah. he was balling out like that on the knicks when he was like 23 I thought he like oh. I thought he was drafting really young. I mean, so Jeff he was draft. So he was twenty one. No, he was twenty. So that's relatively young. Hmm. Time has just gone by that fast. Well, he didn't play in the league for a handful of years. Past couple of seasons. Yeah, I'm surprised no one like even just kind of. Wanted him. Wasn't he on the Kings for a little bit, and then they yeah, waved him? Yeah, he was, he was on the Kings. I remember that. Um, I feel like he's not a—he's not that a kind of player that you can really put on a bad team, and he's still like gonna put up nice stats. But he is a good role player for like a championship team. And the Nets—they're—they're they're looking like that right now. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, like the one—the hand of, like one of the few things there. They're weak on the Nets is obviously their their bench their bench depth and the center position. So and just their defense in a whole. If they defense can, isn't great. If they can all just work together on defense. I think I think they're just kind of playing right now. I think once it comes to playoff time, like Harden, he's not a good def- or he's not a great defender, but he's underrated on that end of the floor. I think once the playoffs he's gonna, come yeah, around, he's be much better. He's got a lot. And better. then, and then KD is just—he's a good defender. And then Kyrie, I, I don't know. Dude. 
He's Kyrie. I feel like mm, it's not Steve Nash's fault because he's offensively they're they're spectacular, but I don't know. They they, they just need some sort of defensive scheme because none of the players on the team are actually like good at one-on-one defending. That is very true. So if you had like uh, Frank Vogel as the coach, that team would be nuts. Yeah, but I think Steve Nash will figure it out. Even though he, he played under D'Antoni for a lot of his career, right? Yeah, in Phoenix. So he was kind of a running gun kind of guy. Offense. Like, just try to outscore them. Defense doesn't matter. And Harden is the same way. Yeah. But. And that's where that's where Harden got it from, did Tony. Yeah. All those years of Houston. Um, Does D'Antoni even have a job right now? Y- yes. He's on the Nets, I think. Doing something. Hold on. Um, team's coach. Wait. Yeah, he's on Brooklyn this year. He's an assistant coach. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that explains a lot. Yeah. (laughs) That explains a lot. Steve Um. Nash and D'Antoni. Oh, my gosh. I just realized that. (laughs) How close is James Harden to averaging a triple-double right now? I think he's a double-double right now. With assists? Yeah, he's averaging like 10 assists. Like 10 and a half assists. He's leading the league. No, not Wikipedia. I don't care about James Harden's past. <laughs> um, yeah, he's averaging 24.4, 11.2, and 6.8. He's probably not going to average a triple-double. But he'll no. But close. Yeah. What kind of surprised me most is like him like passing the ball now as much as... He has this season. Yeah, I mean, he has been getting a lot of assists in the last few years, but, like, it always seemed like assists for him came out of trying to score and then dish outs. Now it looks like he's, like, genuinely passing. Yeah, because now he actually has quality teammates (laughs) in Brooklyn. Cousin. I've watched a few games. It's still it's weird. I I still can't choose who's like the definitive leader. Like even when they're all out there at the same time, it's like you don't look at the floor and just be like, oh yeah, that's he's another, leading them right that's now. That's another point I want to bring up. That if you like watch Nets games, there's there's not a single point in the game where either Kyrie, KD, or Harden isn't on the court. That's yeah. scary. Yeah, I real I, I noticed a lot of times, all three of them will start, and then KD will come out kind of soon, and then when KD okay. comes back in, Kyrie will come out, and then Kyrie will come <laughs> back in for Harden, and then they'll all play together at like the end of the half, 
and then it's like the same thing. And then they're all rested for the end of the game because I don't think any of them are really playing that insane minutes. No, I don't think so. But, like, if they keep up, like, this rotation, it, it's, like, it's, it's wraps for any other team's bench guarding one of those three. Yeah, because a bench goal. comes out and you still got two all-world scorers out there. Like, it's, it, uh, I don't know. The Nets coming out the East... I, I think know. so. I think so. Like, I want to put the Sixers. I want to say the Sixers, but I just don't know how much faith I have in their ability in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because this is, this is one of Embiid's best seasons so far that we've seen. It is. Aren't they like and fifteen and one with him playing? Yeah, they're like a yeah, like a ridiculous uh, stat like that when he's not playing. Like they're like one in one in five without him, and then like fifteen and one with him. I could be wrong on that, but it's close. He has a very they. It's substantial the difference. Yeah, he's he's definitely needed in Philly. Uh, wait, who is who is Philly's coach? It's uh oh yeah, Doc Rivers. Uh, Doc Rivers. That's that has to do like that has to do a lot with their success. Doc Rivers. It does. It does. That is one thing. I'll and then you still got the Bucks, and you still got the Bucks have been iffy this year. Yeah, but. You still got them. They're like they're gonna contend to come out the East. You got the Celtics who are gonna contend to come out the East. The East is looking pretty good this year. If the Heat can pull the it East back is around, competitive. Like the Knicks are still like one game out of the playoff picture. Yeah, I hope the Heat turn it around. That'd be a shame. People are like questioning the Heat right now, but I, I don't. I think they're doing fine. <laughs> Jimmy, Blair, like, Jimmy Butler was back. out for a long time. Yeah, he like just came back. Bam had some slight problems. He didn't play a few games. Tyler Hero was out for a handful of games. Um, I don't know. The, did you see the the who they played last night? The Wizards. Did you see that game? I saw a few clips of like Jimmy Butler and uh, Bradley Beal. Yeah. Like how they were like, I don't know. Was, well, Wizards ended up winning that game. And... They did. Yeah, so one by three. Without Westbrook, believe it or not. Oh, Westbrook didn't play. No. He was he was resting yesterday. I apologize if you hear this and filling up my water bottle. That's alright. But <laughs> I was watching the end of the game and the Heat were down by three with like a couple of seconds left. 
but like enough seconds okay. to get a shot up. And they didn't have Duncan Robinson in. Like, you gotta have at least have him in. They had Kelly Olynyk instead. And I mean, that's kind of weird. He kind of had a good fourth quarter, but then again. Duncan Robinson has like broken a bunch of records for the Heat last year for three pointers. That's true. Like, ha- like even if you're not going to use him to shoot the ball, like that's going to spread the defense out a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Just having him on the court makes the defense like much more aware that of him. <laughs> So, I don't know what Spolcher was thinking yesterday, but that was a tough loss for Miami. Yeah. I think they'll pull it back around, though. It's going to be... Uh, I think they're not going to be, like, top four in the East. No, I think the top four is exactly what it is now. I, the top four is going to be the 76ers, Bucks, Nets, and Celtics. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be in that order, but definitely those four. No, but it's going to be those four. Yeah, because I know that he can pl- outplay the Magic, outplay the Bulls, the Knicks, the Raptors, um, the Hawks, and the Cavs. And Charlotte. Maybe not Indiana. Yeah, literally the only team in between them and the top four that I don't see them outplaying. And it's Indiana, and that's a maybe. Yeah. I think they should bounce back and look like they're going to be the five seed and probably end up being the six or seven. At worst. Yeah. What else do we have? Um, I'm going to talk about AD for a little bit. Sure, I've been watching a lot of Lakers games, to be honest. You have? No, I haven't at all. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, the past couple games, AD's been playing pretty well. But I need to see more. Because, obviously, I don't know if you heard, but, like, this is, like, LeBron's, like, career low in minutes per game. So, yeah, like, I've heard he, like, he's playing a lot less. I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised, but, like, just because of that, I I, I'm, I was, I would be expecting AD to step up just a little bit. But, like, he's only averaging 22. 22 and 8. That's what LeBron's averaging? No, AD. Oh, yeah, he needs to step that up. Yeah, How's um Dennis Schroeder doing, though? Oh, yeah, he's doing great. He's averaging the third most on the team with 13. He's only averaging 13. I really thought he was going to step up some more. I mean, when LeBron and AD... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Because last year, like he, like he was the second option basically, even coming off the bench. Who shooter? 
Mm-hmm. That's true. Was he still on OKC last year? Yeah, he was a backup. Uh, Kuzma. Kuzma. Actually, I saw like a a really good play by Kuzma against the Hawks when he 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 locked up Trey Young. Really? And that is the first time in my life that I actually saw Kuzma play defense. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the Lakers are doing good, as always. Nobody's worried about them. No, and especially... Besides besides that one loss to the Pistons, but that was just a fluke. Yeah, that game against the Celtics was good, too. I, I don't yeah. think Kemba should be taking that shot. I I, I didn't think they well, were there out of timeouts. There was much time left. There was like th- four or three seconds left. And he was like one of the only people down there. Jalen Brown should have pulled. Nah, JT. Well, he actually wasn't there. <laughs> nah, I stuck with the JT. Half court shot. Tell him, to, tell him to drive up the stadium. <laughs> um, I guess we can talk about the Jazz for like a brief moment. Uh, I don't give a shit about the Jazz. I know they're playing well, but... I'm pretty sure they're the best record in the league. <laughs> yeah, they do. And I still don't care. They're not making it out of the West, so. Mm. I mean, this is one of their best seasons, you know, in quite some time. Yeah, but like, eh. Eh. You're only saying eh because it's the Jazz. Yeah, exactly. It's the Jazz. They've beaten... Or they lost the Nuggets, but they've beaten the Mavs. They've beaten the Warriors, the Pelicans, the Nuggets. The Bucks. The Nets. Or they lost to the Nets. Spurs. Clippers. But I don't know. Um, The one game I watched from the Jazz the other day was... Or it was almost a week ago. It was uh, the Jazz and the Nuggets. They ended up losing. But, like, they started off the game, like, Gobert wasn't on Jokic. Gobert was on, like, ah, uh, like, Paul Millsap. And Bo- I can Bo- understand that, though. And Bo- Bo- Bojanovic was on Jokic. I can understand why they wouldn't want to put their defensive anchor that stays in the paint on Jokic because he's not in the paint a lot. Millsap's more their back to the basket guy. Wait, I had it written down. Uh... Yeah, Gobert was guarding the power forward. Uh, Royce O'Neal was guarding the small forward, and yeah, Bogdanovich was guarding the center. Honestly, kind of an interesting interesting scheme. 
but it ended up kind of not working Wait, one out. Second. One second. Quarter. What's up? A case for it? Uh, I don't think so. Why? I could get some. Oh, um, huh. I'll be right back to speak about something. Okay. Um, I just put it in a, you just put it in this bag for now. Okay, so, okay guys, so, um, let's talk about the Wizards for a little bit. Um, so, so far they have five wins, okay? And two of their wins have came from Brooklyn. Is that kind of surprising? I would say so myself. Um, <laughs> because honestly, if you look at the stats, the Wizards are one of the worst defensive teams in the league. But they're one of the best offensive teams in the league. So you gotta I'm ask back. yourself. Sorry question. about that. That's okay. I was just talking about the Wizards. And huh. how Wizards have, and Nuggets. I, I saw a hypothetical trade. And I want to know if you would do this. Okay. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. and a couple of first round picks for Bradley Beal. Hmm. Depends. Is Bradley Beal my number two or three option? Or one? If, it, if he goes to the Nuggets? Yeah. I'm going to go with he's either your number one or two. If if he's not one, he's it's more of an A1 or yeah, A1 A2 situation. I would do I would do it if I'm the, if I'm the Nuggets, I would do it if I, if he was my number one or two, but not number 3. No way. But if I'm the Wizards, Hell no, I'm not taking that deal. <laughs> Only you get a few picks? picks and a pretty promising kid. You say, how many picks? I don't know, a few, one or two, three. Probably two first rounds and a second rounder. Nah. I would I would trade like for a, a solidified player right now. <laughs> I don't know who in particular, but it would be somebody that's can get me a bucket. I think it was more of a hypothetical trade when everyone thought Bradley Beal wanted out, and yeah, they were just going to try to get get something for him. But then he came out, I think, a few days ago, and was like, "I don't know where all you people are getting things. I never said anything." Yeah, I think we just wanted to leave to be on a, a winning situation. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to what I was saying about the Wizards, as many of us know, they only have five wins right now so far this season. Mm -hmm. But you may or may not have known this two of their wins have come from the Nets. I did hear about that. Yeah. That's kind of. That's like. That's really crazy. Weird. <laughs> 
You want to hear something even crazier? What? Um, the Wizards have the third best offense in the league. <laughs> Do you want to know what their defense is ranked? It has to be the worst or the second worst. It's dead last. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, I think the Wizards should, should trade for Drummond. That wouldn't be a terrible idea, would it? No, but who would they give up? Just like... Thomas Bryant. Give some picks. Is Maybe Thomas Bryant a center? Asset. Yeah. I don't know if the Cavs would do that, though, because... Well, the, the Cavs already have like, a bunch of centers, and they think... Jones I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would you get... Bryant? <clears throat> well, I don't know. Maybe give him uh, Davis Bertans, who's a power forward. And a really good shooting it's power true. forward at that. But yeah, I feel... I feel Honestly, like, the Cavs should start shopping because you know Drummond's walking at the end of the season. Yeah, they, they, they literally said, like, they expect him to be gone before the deadline. Hmm. So Wizards, If he signs for the Nets, it's actual wraps. You said the Nets? Yeah. Yeah. If he gets to the Nets, it's actual wraps. No one... No yeah, one is beating that Nobody's team. touching Brooklyn at that point. <laughs> nope. Uh, but yeah, I think it'd be interesting if we saw Washington do a trade like this. Trade for a defensive anchor. Because as of right now, their only def good defender is Westbrook and maybe Troy Brown. And that's not enough. <laughs> and Westbrook's an iffy defender. Yeah, as it, yeah, like this point in his, in his career, he is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that'd be cool if we saw the Wizards do something in this off, this season in terms of trades. Um, yeah. Yeah, Russ even admitted. Uh, his game back where they where they beat the Nets, or the game yeah the the after they beat the Nets he said like he admitted to playing through an injury at the beginning of the season. As he should. I think everyone should just play through things. Uh, you're kind of pushing it. Nope. If you can like, if nothing's torn. And you can walk. You should play. Yeah, but Russ is an old man. Older man. <laughs> He's 31. He's 32. <sighs> but, like, because of his injury, he was shooting more threes. Because he didn't want to drive as, as much. I get that. And, you know, Russ and his shooting ability. <laughs> I think we all do. So we're not going to touch on that anymore. <laughs> because we all, know, we all know the facts. Yeah, he can't shoot. 
And that's a fact. This is just a fact. <sighs> um, have you also heard that Bradley Beal might be traded to the Lakers? I saw it slightly. I didn't really read up on it because I just don't feel like that's true. It's pr- it's pretty unlikely in my opinion. But even if we were to trade for him, I just no, it, it just wouldn't work out well. Beal's a number three option. No, that wouldn't work. No, but I mean, we said the same thing about Harden going to Brooklyn, and it seems like it's working there. Well, that's kind of different because there's no definitive one, number one, two, or three option on that team. That's true. It's just whoever whoever's in the game at that, at that point in time is the number one option. So yeah, I don't think Beal going to LA would benefit because we would have to give up a lot too. A lot of assets. Yeah, probably have to give up. Definitely Kuzma. Probably Schroeder. Maybe Trez. Yeah, packaging a few players. It'd be a big hit. Maybe even Caruso, yeah. I wouldn't like that. <laughs> I don't think they're going to get rid of Caruso. Ever? For a while. I see him being like a, a Udonis Haslam. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. Mentoring players at 43 years old. How old Udonis is. How old is he now? Because he's only like, what, 26? I think he's 41. No, I, I was talking about Alex Caruso. Uh, yeah, he's 26. He's like entering his prime. If that is in his prime. Uh, what is he averaging this year? Five point six points. <laughs> what is that? His career high. It's actually exactly his career average. That's pretty impressive. Actually, his mo- his career high was actually two years ago, the first year LeBron was there. Nine point two. Did he get more minutes that year? He was getting three more minutes a game. But that was before AD got there and was taking shots. Yeah. I can see a dip. Yeah. Um, Want to talk about the Mavericks? And how they suck? Yeah, it's pretty underwhelming. They, they lost six straight, and they won their first game last night. In the last seven games. Who did they beat last night? Uh, Phoenix. They should have decent won. win, though. They should have won uh, the other night against Phoenix, but they lost by by one to, to Devin Booker at the last-minute shot. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I watched oh. that live. That was a, that was a crazy game. Yeah, I, w- I wish I could be watching more games live, but this first two weeks at school have just been brutal. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they lost to the Suns twice. Wait. No, they, no, they, they beat the Hawks. Wait, yeah, yeah, they beat the Hawks. And then, yeah, before that, they lost two straight to the Suns, two straight to the Jazz. Kind of understandable. A loss to the Nuggets and a loss to the Rockets. They shouldn't have lost to the Rockets. But I do know Porzingis has been out for some portion of the season, so. Yeah, he didn't play in that Houston game. Luka didn't? <sighs> no, Porzingis. Oh. What's Porzingis averaging this year? He's averaging 19. 19 and eight and a half rebounds. I mean, it's high. Oh, free as fuck. <laughs> oh, my memed. <laughs> EDP. What a guy. Can we talk about social media for a second? <laughs> sure. So you know how Flight followed me has been following me on Twitter for the past five years, right? I actually didn't know that. Yeah, like past five and a half years. Guess what he did to me? Did he unfollow you? He hurt my feelings. And I took he unfollowed it personally. You? I was so upset. I found out Tuesday, dude. <laughs> oh, he still has my he still has my tweets retweeted though. And liked. So yeah, but I'm I'm trying to get I'm trying to tweet at him to to follow me back. I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. Light. Please. How many um? How many people did he follow? Does he follow? Five hundred something. Why was he following you? Cause I, I shouted him out my Twitter before when he was like small as hell, like before he even had before he had a hundred k. Oh YouTube. really? Yeah. Cause in yeah in ninth grade he was like uploading NBA Live and that's when I was like, two k is trash. I'm switching to NBA Live, and so I started watching a bunch of NBA Live YouTubers, and he was one of them. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. And then he ended up just blowing the fuck up <laughs> so yeah that's my story can't believe he unfollowed you a real OG I'm, I'm gonna tweet him I'm gonna show him the, the tweets that I that I sent in 2015 like flight I am your OG you better come with a follow back again I wonder if he was looking through and he was like I don't know where that is it's either that, or he thought my tweets were annoying. One of the two, or both, I don't know. Oh yeah, because since he doesn't follow that many people, if you're scrolling through, you'd see it. <laughs> yeah. How many of them did he like retweet? Has he like retweeted them like? <clears throat> no. He, recently? No, no. Like five, like when I first shouted him out. My oh really? 
Yeah, he retweeted those tweets and liked them. Oh, so you've gotten responses from pretty big people. Him. Chris Smoove responded to one of my tweets a long time ago. Um, that's about it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but that's still insane. And we had face censor reply yeah, to us on our old Instagram account. Yeah, face censor with a guy. That was on the meme page, right? Yeah, that was on the meme page we had. <laughs> Didn't he respond to? Yeah, or I forget if he commented. I know he liked it, and then like it was our most liked picture on the page, just because it like came up in people's feeds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we were getting like probably like a hundred, hundred likes per like actual post, and not our like bullshit posts. And then that one had like three fifty or something. <laughs> uh... What was our caption? We were like. Yo, face sensor, you're the luckiest man alive. Just posted a picture of yeah, Yannette. Yeah, it was like the young, the luckiest man alive. <laughs> and we like added him. Uh, Good times. Dennis Smith Jr. Requested to go to the G League. That's good for him. I don't know why. I thought he was a good player in, in Dallas. So did I. I just don't think um, what's-his-face the Knicks coach likes him. Uh, uh, Tom, Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. You don't think he likes him? I mean, why, why else would you not play him? He's not bad. Yeah, but the people in front of him are, are pretty better, I would say. Who's ahead of him right now at the guard spot? I don't watch the next games. I, I don't care. Alfred Payton, uh, Manuel Quickly. Alfred Quickly's been playing well. He's a bucket. He, he's just a, a straight. But isn't he playing him like insane minutes too? Emmanuel Quickly? Yeah. They're not playing him enough. Cause no. uh, they should be starting him, but they're starting Alfred Payton instead, which I don't get. In the slightest. We'll never uh, understand. Because Emmanuel Quickly's floater game. <laughs> Is it better than Deegan's? Oh my god. Ah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Deegan's floater game was crazy though. It's the most retarded thing I've ever seen in my life. It was. <laughs> It was literally just his jump shot, but with one less hand. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stupid. Yeah, he had like but. jump shot 137. <laughs> uh, he had the Kevin Ducksworth release. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, good for Dennis Smith. I hope he, he gets some recognition in the G League. You know when the G, remember when the G League was like a, there's like a bad rep on it, like way back? Yeah, that wasn't even that long ago. That's, or when it, 
when it was the D League. Yeah, when it was the D League, and people were, you like got shitted on. <laughs> yeah, now it's the G League, and people actually kind of respect it. Yeah, because you can, yeah, you can literally just play G League and then get called up. Yeah, it seems more like a farm system than like where they throw shitty players. Yeah, exactly. Is that a lot of what David Stern, not David Stern, uh, Adam Silver's work is? Like, did he have, like, did he change the culture of G League? I think he had something to do with it for sure. I want to look this up. I'm ready for bed. It has been a long day. Uh, I gotta just heal my fucking ad blocker. Are you kidding me? Jalen, I'm so. All right, I'm not gonna. Look, I'm not, look, not gonna look too too far into this, but he definitely had something to do with it. Do you actually know who the first NBA commissioner was? Nope. I do don't. Do you know the 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 name of the the NBA trophy <laughs> or the 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 finals uh, trophy? The Larry O'Brien? That's him. Oh, really? Yeah, I found that out the other day. Which is weird. I didn't know anyone before, um... I can't even remember his name. Yeah. Frog-looking dude. Uh... The dude that, 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 uh... Enforced the the dress code. That was David Stern. Yeah, because remember AI like got pissed off. Yeah, they can wear like his gangster shit. Yeah, he became commissioner pretty early, didn't he? David Stern. Yeah, he was commissioner in like the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, but so there yeah. hasn't been that many commissioners. No. Well, the NBA has only been around for like seventy-ish years. Well, ABA, NBA and ABA, 70-ish. Yeah, all right, so it was Larry O'Brien, oh, wow. Yep, there's been three. Really? Yeah. I feel like there would've been like four. <laughs> Larry O'Brien was in for eight years, 247 days. David Stern was in for 30 years exactly. And it's been Adam Silver for a little over three years. A little over seven years, because it's seven years oh. and three days, my bad. <laughs> he said three years. Yeah, so David Stern has been, like, the guy for a while. Well, there was Maurice Padilov, starting in 1946 and went to 1963, and then Walter Kennedy, who went from 63 to 75, but I'm not sure when the merger was. In the 50s and the 60s. I think it was in the 50s. 
for like early 60s. ABA merger. 76. That's when the ABA transfer. Oh, yes. Because that's when Julius Irving. I remember like I remember oh, watching yeah. a documentary about Julius Irving, like he switched from the ABA to the NBA. Like, yeah, did you know? Okay, I think we talked about this. Oh, this is what I want to talk about. We talked about this in one of the other podcasts that the lowest um, drafted MVP was a tie between Steve Nash and Giannis. Yeah, yeah, well, we were talking about that. Yeah, Moses Malone. He was was drafted. drafted. He wasn't drafted. And well, he was drafted to the ABA, but it wasn't the third round. So even if you look at the ABA draft, he wasn't drafted till the third round. So it technically should be him. We should talk about that more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw that in a in a Kenny video. Wait, you said he was in the, he was drafted in the third round? Yeah, third round. So does that not count as a pick? Does that mean like he wasn't drafted? Or no? Well, he was drafted to the ABA. Yeah. So he was technically never drafted to the NBA. Well, neither was Bill Russell or Jerry West or any of those guys, right? Well, no, because they were in the NBA. The NBA was a different league. Oh. I'll look it up. Wait. I thought this entire time the ABA was the league before the NBA started. Yeah, Bill Russell was the third pick in 1956. Where was he? What college did he go to? Now, you, now you're throwing me for a loop here. Because I don't think anyone was like, hmm, where did Bill Russell go to college? Hmm. He went to University of San Francisco. Hmm, that's that's just not a basketball school at all. Maybe it was in 1952. And then they fell off a cliff. No, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to the, to USF. Survive <laughs> the basketball program. That once right. existed. I think it's almost been an hour. I think I gotta wrap it up. I'm falling asleep in my chair. That is that is that's a it's an L. It is an L. It's only ten thirty. Are you gonna hop on tonight? No. Dang, dang it. Yeah. Um I'm going to bed. So So Podcast people. Peace out. Hope y'all enjoyed episode eight. It was kind of a, a slower one. We're both a little, I don't know, it's, it's a late night, so don't get on us too hard. But uh, hopefully we'll be back next week on time. Right, town. Yes, I won't eat bad pork. Eat good hopefully. pork. And we'll probably start it off with a little Super Bowl segment. Actually, before we head off tone, since this is episode 8, we should give our favorite Kobe moment when he was wearing number 8. 
Oof, 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 we should. Um, you go first. Oh. I think it's gotta be the dunk contest. Good one. When he won the dunk uh, contest. Is he the I youngest think I'm player to win a dunk contest? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because he was 17, I think. 17 or 18. He was, I think he was 18. I think it was, his, it was his rookie year, right? Was it his rookie year? He was still 18 because his birthday is in August. I think it was his rookie year dunk contest. He won it in yeah the '97 dunk contest. So yeah, that's his rookie year. So it would have been 18. So yeah, um, that's definitely mine. I think mine's probably. Mm, I'm between two. I'm between the alley-oop to Shaq. Ooh, iconic. And. The game four against Indiana when Shaq fouled out and he just kind of took over in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, the, the 2002 finals? Or is that 2000? 2000, 2000, yeah, that was 2000. That was 2000. Yeah. Hmm. I forget who they played in 2002. Played New Jersey? No, yes. Yes, it was New Jersey. That's what I thought. Hmm. Was that, wait, what game was that? When he took over? Game Game four, I believe. Because I'm pretty sure they went up 3-1. Yeah, they went up 3-1 with that game. Uh, hmm. I... Well, that Kobe alley oop is just iconic. That's but, true. But that takeover is just more impressive. I wanna, I wanna see his stat line for that game. How do I? Box, box skewer. They won one twenty one eighteen. And how much did he drop? Does it just not have points here? Hello. He only had 28, but he had. I feel like I'm thinking of the wrong game. Because he only had four in the fourth quarter. That's probably the wrong game then. Yeah. I don't know. I know I I know what you're talking about that. I've seen that highlight. The highlights of that game. Yeah. So I'm not sure when that was, but it was the Indiana series. Those are, those are two, two good uh, choices. If I do say so myself. Alrighty. Think I'm going to let you go. Alright. Hope the podcast people enjoyed episode eight. I think it they will. A pretty solid one. Not gonna lie. Um, well, we we will be back next week for episode nine. But in the meantime, if you want to be a guest on our podcast, hit us up on IG Kobe.talk, or Twitter Kobe underscore talk. 
you want to hit up my socials, my YouTube, Twitter, and IG are all at JottyTK. The Twitch, strictly Jotty. If you are interested in business inquiries, it's in the description of the podcast. And I think that's everything. All right. See you guys next week. See you on the next one.